I dare say, Peter. Yes, Michael? What's that I see over there? Why, over there, you say? Yes, I... Wait a minute, Pete. We already did this joke. By George, Michael, we did. I mean, we did. Yeah, it was like a year ago that we were doing our first episode on Spaceballs. Almost a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was a good joke. Right, but we already did the joke, so we need another one. Huh. Well, I, uh, I guess the fate of the joke depends upon just one thing, then. Just one thing? What is that? Finding someone who can not only say the punchline, but also didn't eat the fish for dinner. We're not ready for that one yet either. Jeez, we don't do airplane until the next episode. Well, I picked a bad day to stop sniffing glue. Enough! Okay, so how are we supposed to write a joke for an episode with no movie in it? Uh, what the? Where? What happened? Hey, look who decided to finally wake up. Why don't we just ask Disembodied Voice Guy how we should do the joke? Okay. Say, Disembodied Voice Guy. Seriously, uh, where the hell am I? He's still insane, I think. What else is new? Say, Disembodied Voice Guy. Y yes? Let's say your podcast is turning a year old. It's been a great year with lots of guests and great interactions with all the fans, but you usually start each show with a joke in the movie you're reviewing, but now you're doing a special anniversary episode to take a look back at the year in review. How would you introduce that episode? Uh, how about... Live from Wisconsin, it's Sacred Cows! Hey, uh, guys... I've got something to ask you. Uh, disembodied voice guy? Intro? Yeah, like in your contract? Oh yeah, um... <clears throat> in a world where the human race has nearly unlimited access to all forms of media... Mankind faces its greatest enemy... I've come for vengeance! A looming threat. Can you look at that? What is that? A paralyzing choice. You have eight choices. Choose incorrectly, and I cannot be held responsible for your suffering. Is the next movie in my queue good or bad? Hey, do you guys want to watch Geely? A war that threatens our very existence. We have come to take over your world. And it will be fought over. Cows. Uh, one podcast dares to make sense of it all. So you don't have to. This is the Sacred Cows Podcast. And now welcome your hosts. Hey everybody, it's Pete. Hi, I'm Mike. Thanks, Thanks disembodied voice guy. Say, disembodied voice guy. Yeah, yeah, enough of that. So I have a question to ask you. Okay, what's that? Is she still here? Uh, she who? The sorceress that put the hex on me. What, Veronica? No, that was like two weeks ago. She is way gone. Oh, well, uh, good thing for her. She caught me off guard with that cheap shot sanity roll last time, and now it would be revenge time. 
If you say so, disembodied voice guy. I mean, she obviously ran away as fast as she could on account of what a super dangerous guy I am. Uh-huh, sure thing. Yeah, that's exactly it. Hey, how is it that you're only first waking up now, two weeks later? Uh, he must have crit failed that sanity check. Shut up! I only went insane to be polite to our guest. Welcome to the Sacred Cows Podcast, the podcast where we usually talk about old movies one at a time. That's right, Sacred Cows. But we've got something a little different this uh, week, haven't we, Mike? Yes, it's nearing our one-year anniversary. That will be the next episode two weeks from now. So we thought it would be a good idea to just kind of talk about all the things we've talked about and all the... Uh, wonderful guests and all sorts of things like that in the last year. A uh, year in review, if you will. That's right. Sacred Cows, the anthology. And, and I can't uh, help but make it sound Scottish when I do it. Jeez. Yeah, <sighs> your, your Mel Brooks is a little bit off today. Uh, we'll have to revisit Mel Brooks soon so I get some more practice. All right. So uh, on this very special episode, uh, we have some very special topics. So Pete, do you want to just kind of give us a, a loose outline of what we're going to talk about today? Absolutely. Well, this is the year in review for Sacred Cows Year One. So we're going to be revisiting some of our favorite moments, uh, some of the movies briefly that we talked about this year. Shout out to some of our guests that we had on the show in the past year. That was really exciting for us. And um, maybe some uh, some of the behind-the-scenes off-screen moments, or off-mic moments, as it were, that we may have had. I've put together a nice statistical breakdown of the episodes for the data-driven listener, and, uh, and we've also got some uh, feedback and a little bit of what's coming in year two, because we're not done, folks. This is just getting going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, nice. I actually heard that one reverb. Lots of power there. All right, so um, let's kick it off with uh, this year's favorite movies and least favorite movies. Right. Have you got any special films in mind for this one, uh, Mike? Well, it seemed like most of the films that um, we watched in the last year are things that either I had uh, more immediate familiarity with or or things that I at least had a, a passing knowledge of. I don't think we did anything that was completely new to me. That said, I was kind of surprised by some of the things I thought would hold up and some of the things I thought that wouldn't. Um, I guess if we're going to go favorite uh, movies so far that we reviewed this year, I would have to say it's probably the Back to the Future trilogy. Oh, yeah. Those I guess I can't fun. bring those it to fun. one movie because I still... It's kind of like I have to one is the okay one is the favorite but I have to I have to give two and three props too. Right on. How about you? Uh, well, I'd say um, as far as favorite movies went, it was kind of a thrill for me to uh, review the Star Wars movies, uh, both of the older trilogies and the new one, uh, in that great panel episode that we had. That was super fun. Mm. Although Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might have been some of my favorite action. Certainly, I think, because just being a huge Turtles fan in the past. So, um, interestingly enough, um, I'd say maybe the most eye-opening moment for me was probably when we watched uh, American Psycho. That was just the third movie that we did. I had never seen it before, and I wasn't expecting anything great, but I was like, man, this is a really good movie. So, uh, it's one of those films. There were a few throughout the, the year, because I'm not... Uh, I haven't seen as many of the movies uh, that we watched as you have, Mike, but um, there are lots of great eye-opening uh, 
moments, and I think that American Psycho kind of embodies that perfectly. Uh, what, what about uh, any real stinkers that uh, popped up on your list there, Mike? Uh, well, I was... I was pleasantly not surprised that um, that I thought that uh, I had a, a huge memory of like TMNT two just being you know awesome as a kid and you know now that we watch it again that was probably of the ones we watched my least favorite of them I think wow TMNT maybe that too. and uh, I guess to me and this is you know always controversial but um, I like I said didn't like National Lampoon's Vacation as much I still. Kind of like Christmas Vacation, but, you know, in hindsight, vac- the first vacation for me, still not, that was surprisingly not uh, not as funny as I expected it to be. You know, it didn't age super well, and and you're right, National Lampoon's Vacation is no National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think that's the strongest of the series, certainly with the most staying power. I was going to say, and I think uh, I think that series is dead now thanks to the new movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's been dead for years. It just didn't know it. Actually, it did know it, and then it tried to come back, and anyway. So, um, you know what movie I really didn't like? What's that, Pete? I hate to say it because it is uh, an episode that we did that I thought was pretty darn good, but the movie Gremlins, it was... I hadn't... I'd seen it maybe once in the past, and revisiting it as an adult pretty much with fresh eyes, I just didn't like it at all. It... It's one of those <laughs> one of those movies where I was just looking at the clock constantly, like or pausing it to see how far on the status bar we were. But you know, I thought the episode was fantastic, but no, a big no to Gremlins. Do you hate it enough that you would not watch Gremlins two, despite the fact that Gremlins two is widely known as the movie that was so bad that it knew it was bad that it actually turned out to be good because it's bad? I would <laughs> never say no to a movie that's trying to be bad because you know that's got to be good. So if they are different movies, then I would be more into seeing it, certainly. Okay, well, good, because I hope to maybe do that one sometime in the future. As a, Yeah, we haven't done a movie, I think, that is knowingly um, bad, that it knows it's bad, but it, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, you know, our, our criteria are usually uh, moneymakers, uh, pop culture icons, or that kind of thing. So if it's neither of those, whatever, you know. It probably made money. I'll bet you it did. Oh, it, it made money. Absolutely. So- yeah, I just think they were going for the fact that they knew Gremlins 1 was kind of bad and that uh, let's make it just, let's just go balls to the wall. We should embrace <laughs> this aspect of our franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I already kind of, you know, there's a bit of a disparity there because, like I just said, I liked the Gremlins episode. I, I thought that one was a heck of a lot of fun. And, of course, Adam Bash was great to record with. But um, Indeed. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, any moments from episodes uh, or just episodes in general that you really liked? It does. I'm not saying you had to like the movie in it, but... Um, really notable episodes in your mind mike that uh, just stick out for you the memories in the making um well i think uh i would say that the most notable memory i have from an episode is probably the um <laughs> the bizarro universe episode with uh matthew morris <laughs> of uh of hook oh sure where where we had um smee and hook that skit, that skit made me laugh so hard. I mean, when I edited it, I had to listen four or five times afterwards after I knew it was done just because it was so 
in my mind, uh, hilariously perfect. Uh, it and, that was uh, fun. And that that is probably one of my favorite uh, uh, standout uh, moments. Was was. Uh, Hearing the people who perform that perform that. <laughs> <laughs> Hook and Smee, of course. Yes. And, and then making it, uh, making it into that, uh, that thing. Absolutely. Um, a match made in heaven. Um, and, yeah, what about you? And, well, that was a fun episode. I liked that joke, too, because I uh, did a little Foley action on the side there. And um, got to say, the sword chopping wood was me recording a sword chopping wood. So only authenticity on this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I enjoyed, I guess, uh, I enjoyed like deep diving into like American psycho, you know, sometimes we end up making a lot of fun of different episodes and those are always fun too. But sometimes, you know, American psycho was one of my uh, favorites because it was, uh, unpeeling that layers of onion that that movie is, you know, and I think we've had that in some other movies, but that one particularly um, is meant to be a think piece. Absolutely. No, that that was definitely going to be on my list of uh, favorite episodes because um, a movie that just so unexpected in my mind, you know, I never expect anything to be any good. I'm so cynical, but um, a movie with no <laughs> expectations that just turned out to be so fascinating, I thought. And, you know, yeah, it's a little sick, but, you know, it's just fun to think about you know i mean when you do national lampoon's vacation what are you discussing you're just like a series of comedy moments blah 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 absolutely nothing deep but with that one it was just like yeah like you said the layers of the onion is just um super incredible and now it's one of those movies that i'll i'll watch you know again definitely uh a favorite series was revisiting teenage mutant ninja turtles because like you had said it had been a while since we watched them. Uh, it was very relieving to find out that the first one was still good. Intriguing to see how bad the second one was. And I have to say, I was flabbergasted by how much I liked uh, TMNT 3, the one that you figured was the biggest piece of crap as a kid. Remember? Yeah, I was just like, I know. wow, <laughs> this movie is just a hair away from being sacred. <laughs> and I think you, me and Hiroshi were all like flabbergasted the whole time. You could tell when we recorded that. Absolutely. Which was a double episode. For That's sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, some things just can't quite cut the mustard in. I think it, I th honestly think it is just that film's legacy that made it so that we couldn't say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 is totally, you know, sacred just because it was the low-budget one, basically. Still eye-opening. I thought that was very uh, fun time uh, with our guest, Hiroshi. We had a, we had a really good time. And I think time. we were all surprised, you know, that... Uh uh, that four was actually, you know, t the the one just called TMNT was actually decent too. It was, it was. It did not get a sacred rating from me, but um, that's only because I, I would have felt dirty giving that one sacred and not number three. So <laughs> you see the twisted web that I weave. It doesn't always make it, sense. It, but, sometimes um, you have to go with your gut and not the data. You know, that's one thing we've absolutely. learned. Uh, you know, you can say something's good or bad on paper, but uh, you know, ultimately it does come down to the 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 entire feeling i mean we're not we're not we're not the oscars we're not going to be like well this is the best cinematography for sure we'll talk about it if we can right but yeah we're not here to uh justify our choices with numbers certainly um until the statistics part of the episode later but you know yeah it's all about your gut it's your feeling you know it doesn't make sense why we do what we do and i think usually when we're talking about it in the in the main spoiler section we've done a great job of like uh 
justifying. We haven't like completely ever just like ragged on a movie and then being like, oh, it's sacred, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking back to just our last episode, City Slickers, where I had said that the movie was sacred. No one else did, so it is not sacred, according to us. But yeah, it felt like all I could do was badmouth it, and then I'm like, oh, it's sacred at the end. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, well, maybe maybe, maybe you haven't, but... Uh, right. Okay, okay. I don't know. I de- yeah, I defy logic always, if possible. So do we want to... Let's talk about some of the guests we've had on our show. Oh, for sure. Well, we just uh, mentioned Hiroshi. He was our very first guest, uh, stayed with us for all four of the TMNT movies, which was very good of him. And three whole episodes, so he put up with us for at least, I don't know, like nine hours <laughs> of recording right. for, for like six hours of content-ish, a little less. I know, and we really didn't know what to expect, you know, him being our first guest spot. I mean, I figured, you know, well, totally, I'm horrible to work with, so he's going to split after the first episode, certainly. But hey, no, we all had a really good time. That, I think, really was what spurred us to seek a lot more guest spots, which our, our first year of the podcast really had quite a number of, I thought. Oh, yeah, and I think uh, I was just afraid that when Hiroshi came on that he'd be like whoa you guys are disorganized mm-hmm. and <laughs> this is completely <laughs> um bad right so, so i was i was glad that he thought it was a pretty uh easygoing experience and that's what we're going for with our absolutely guests. So, yes certainly yeah <laughs> glad that he disagreed to come back for those other episodes <laughs> you say unstructured we say easygoing but yeah, that that just led us to our right to our next film series and our next guest, uh, Josh, and and he was just a hilarious guy to have on the show for Back to the Future. Oh yes, for sure. Um, and we would have honestly had him for Back to the Future one. It just didn't work out between our schedules and his schedules. For sure. We would have had him for all three. Mm-hmm. You know, things happen, and uh, you know, you still got to do what you say you're going to do. So you know. We haven't missed one yet in a year, which is surprising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a record for the year. But, my gosh. But yes, and it was it was nice that uh, that Josh helped us reunite disembodied voice guy with his uh, brother, uh, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> on multiple occasions. Right. I feel I kind of feel like Josh's uh, appearance on our show helped me find my inner f bomb. So it's kind of like that's been more <laughs> of a frequent occurrence on the show since that time. Well, fuck. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except for now, I can't bring myself to say it. I don't know why. Uh, Josh, come back. No. Uh, <laughs> um, so Josh totally also joined us for our Star Wars uh panel episode which we'll talk about in a little bit but before him we had the wonderful adam bash on the show to do bad movie great episode gremlins yes uh, it wasn't it was a bad movie and a great episode i thought so yeah and that was that was great because that was totally like adam had uh had been watching gremlins on uh on one night and just like uh got in touch with me and was like i i need to talk about this somewhere so how about sacred cows i, I need an yeah right a and, support group how about a podcast that's the next best thing yeah so so that's what it ended up being and then uh, uh it, it, it turned out great i mean we had lots of discussion on that and of course uh uh adam like all of the other guests uh that we mentioned will be joining us at some point when it works out uh for future Absolutely. episodes so. adam had a lot of insight on that movie gremlins uh and all of the different mechanics about getting the mogwai wet and all that kind of thing 
But I thought we also yeah, <laughs> right. getting the mod way. How come that never got trending? <laughs> but yeah, we also had a really killer off the screen or off air uh, conversation about Christopher Guest, which I really appreciated. So yes, getting him back on the show, I think, would be a uh, something we need to do. And and I, I'm betting that uh, Christopher Guest will be involved in that somehow as well, since you and he share a love. Oh, absolutely. Deep deep love for those movies and so will you after you you know give them a few watches so then uh yeah um we had our star wars force awakens round table which had the most guests we've ever had at once and it turned out really well um we had kim stonic and ben stonic of transformation sequence pod and now ben stonic has is on uh cthulhu and friends as well ah um, and then we had Josh back of Cthulhu and Friends and uh, Nika Howard of Drunks and Dragons and Dreadful Thoughts. And then uh, Matthew Morris, we mentioned earlier in our look in the Bizarro universe, uh, also <laughs> joined us for that episode. For sure. And something we learned about all of these people is, well, <laughs> with the possible exception of Kim Stonic, lifelong Star Wars fans. And just we all had a great time gushing I think, about Star Wars The Force Awakens, because uh, if you haven't seen the episode, we called it sacred. It's pretty dang good. But you can't call it sacred, can you? Well, it's just, it's on a, it, it's tentatively sacred. You know, it's going to hold that status until we review it in, what, 20... Until we review it in 2025. 2025. But, you know, it's on the, the pathway to... It's, it's fast-tracking to sacred, certainly. I mean... It's good. It's a good movie. Go see it. Yes, and ignore the haters on the internet, seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, those people, let me tell you, they're not going to be able to, they're not going to be happy with anything. Yeah, and, you know, some of the some of the highlights of of, uh, of that episode were just all of the, the Kylo Ren love oh, yeah. that people have. Oh, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> I was just, uh, I'm not going to say it was getting uncomfortable, but my goodness, it could have been just one degree more, I say. <laughs> exactly. Kylo Ren, yep. <laughs> What a hottie. Kylo Ren is big. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yep, and that, and then uh, we followed that uh, right up with, well, a couple episodes later, our next guest spot was Matthew Morris, and he was he was playing a little joke. Now, some of you had asked us, um, uh, you know, if, if Matthew Morris was joining the show, and while yeah, uh, that would be third cool, member of the show. Yeah, to have a third member of the show. Um, uh, this was more just to see if you guys noticed, and a lot of you didn't, which was funny. Um, we all liked the joke, and Matthew is a wonderful guy, and he will definitely be back on future episodes. Absolutely. And he's an excellent Captain Hook, oh, yes. I have to say. He's very good. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Right, finally, in the previous episode to this one, we had Veronica Lovecraft on the show uh, to do City Slickers. Yes. And as is noted in our show notes, she has real cowgirl experience. So... Yeah, she. I, I had no idea that she was... Uh she actually knew about the beef industry and things like that. So it was that's it, it was right. kind of interesting to uh, have somebody with that experience uh, talking about, you know, uh, how basically that's kind of what City Slickers was uh, pointing to at the end, you know? <laughs> For sure. And, to, you know, also the only host to ever put disembodied voice guy in his place. So thank you for that somebody one. Somebody needed to. Yeah, right. But nobody knew how. She did. So... <laughs> So we just want to thank all of our guests for coming onto the show in this past year. It really helped to make a small little podcast like us feel important. Yes, indeed. And, and we're very glad to have you. And uh, we look forward to having all of you back at some point or another for all these different movies that you're passionate about. 
or not. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Mike, anything uh, not part of the podcast that uh, was somehow directly or indirectly involved with the making of Sacred Cows, the podcast, uh, that, that piques your interest, uh, worth sharing with the so audience? So you're, uh, you're basically uh, looking for some behind-the-scenes moments. That's right, behind-the-scenes moments, not necessarily bloopers, just some interesting, you know, behind the behind the microphone. Well, I mean, do you wanna do we wanna tell like the whole story of how this got started or whatever? Yeah, yeah. What 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 the hell happened? Uh, I I remember my version of how this happened, but uh, why don't you tell it? Okay. Mike? Well, basically, uh, the reason I decided to approach Pete about starting a podcast is because, uh, um, well, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you are regretting that Basically, now. Well, I'm going to admit, I'm going to admit that when uh, you you started coming at me with the podcast thing, I was like, what makes him think that I am in any way suitable to get behind a microphone and be a, a, a internet personality? Seriously. <laughs> oh, you have a strong We're still trying to answer that question. You have a strong personality. <laughs> well, and a strong well, sense of go. humor. So so it was just uh, it was just like I don't know it seemed like uh, you know that was something I wanted to do and you're somebody I know who uh, who seemed like he get behind a microphone and handle himself more like somebody he knows who is a nerd and wants to review science fiction and fantasy movies and that kind of thing and be goofy on the internet right and which so, uh, hey. our original concept for sacred cows was actually higher bigger in scope than that and we realized quickly doing we talked about doing reviewing anything like anything old like hey we're gonna play through. Uh, you know, classic video games and do movies and do, you know, whatever <laughs> media that comes to our brains. And, you know, we'll incorporate. We're going to do it all. We'll, we'll incorporate that all together and we'll make a show and we'll call it Sacred Cows because it'll be about everything. And then we're like, you know, right. we can't really do that. That would just like uh, monopolize our lives. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be impossible to do anything else. Well, and also seriously, video game re- reviews. You know, or okay, we could play twelve hours of video games exa- a day, and, and then, then, then not, that's not even including like, hey, we pick a, a game that's like not easily found somewhere or whatever. You know. Yeah, so we just talked about the logistics of that, and, you know, we both have a love of movies, and, and then we decided to make a go of it, and we actually did a pilot episode uh, back in good old 2013? Yeah, it was probably tw- early 2014. 2014, yeah, it would have been the first part of 2014. What was what was the movie we did, Mike? Uh, we did uh, Highlander. We sure did. And these recordings still exist, and we may re- uh, give those out in, in a future context. All right. Um, Right, so we will not reveal the verdict, the initial hidden verdict of Highlander, the super low-budget sci-fi fantasy Scottish film. Yes, and so uh, we ended up uh, giving that out to some people that um, I know on the internet that are uh, good listeners and uh, got some feedback on it, and then we went back and sort of worked on our craft for a while and had... They said, what else you got? Yeah, well, and they didn't think it was bad, but it was, uh, it was, you know... You know, we need to work on our stuff. And so we decided to work on our stuff for about a year <laughs> before we ended a up. A year? Yeah, right. We ended up actually bringing it out. So we actually have a number of, uh, of uh, lost episodes of Sacred lost Cows. Lost episodes. That yeah. are, some of them are completely edited and ready. And some of them are not. That are. <laughs> so, of, some of, of them are completely edited and unready. Right. And yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't know right. what we were doing. It took a lot of time to do it. And some of them had uh, guests so, and things like that. Uh, not people that you would know from your episodes, but people that we just know in the world. And uh, yeah. And then we decided, finally figured out what our format was. And that's when we decided to make episode one and just start throwing it out there. 
That's right. A, a highly polished product is coming to you now as a result of all of those uh, initial steps. Yeah, I don't know if it's six or eight that we actually have uh, in the in the can somewhere on archival media that we will look at at some point for other nefarious purposes. But right now we're, we're concentrating on keeping the product pure, you know, like Walter Whitewood. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Keep it pure and slightly blue in color. Right. Well, I think that's a nice little origin story for us. And, you know, I really haven't thought about it uh, too much recently because I've just been so caught up in the moment, you know, the the fun that we're having with Sacred Cows now. Yeah, as far as the memorable things that we've been doing in the last year, I, I just remember that um, after the initial, like, episode one reaction from people who just like, gave us a chance, um, you know, it's, it's by far our most downloaded episode, of course, and a lot of, most of you actually choose to continue listening after episode one, and some people are catching up slowly, and some are fast, but uh, episode two, I just remember, um, Peter was deathly sick, <laughs> and we ended up... Um, I ended up figuring out how to record over the phone since we didn't have our own, uh, we didn't have all the equipment we have now. Right. Yeah. It's like, quick, Mike, come up with something smart. Yeah, right. I didn't have a microphone. I was, you know, just like, hey, Mike, can you bring your microphone yeah. over so that we can record Sacred Cows? So, uh, that's <laughs> kind of, well, we've right, come a long yeah. way. So that's that's like one of the most memorable things I, I have, I guess. What about you? Well, I have, I have a favorite moment i guess it's also a we're going to record this one remote moment because mike just a just a few weeks ago i uh, had a little bit of a hurt his back a little bit and i remember you would call me a few times uh and i'm like that is a good prescription you have judging by this conversation and so it would be like before you drive out over here to use the you know to set up in the same room and do the across the table type thing like we're used to why don't you you know try taking a spin around the block or something just to see if you could do it and uh was it i think i got a text 10 minutes later saying that you definitely weren't coming because making it out to walking to the mailbox <laughs> yep. so we ended up doing that one remotely you're like screw driving around the block i can't even walk <laughs> to the mailbox so those those are the times uh kids when you should stay off the road certainly yeah and uh you know people that know me pretty well know that i have uh, i live out in the country and uh we when we have our guests on the show we pete and i are in the same room for the most part, but uh, right. Matthew Morris was gracious enough on that episode to uh, to dial in, and, and we managed to pull it all together uh, without actually being able to see each other. Right, and he was nice enough to put up with me fretting about whether uh, doing a three-way call would make my phone bill go up because I'm just, you know, I'm a f- perpetually worried about that kind of thing. So, And now that you know it didn't, you're all good. Yeah, that's right. Now we should try and get four, and then five, and then six people on <laughs> Well, and uh, yeah, and I was slightly high uh, on on medication. Some of that episode, uh, feel, feeling a little happy, not like crazy, but a lot of that episode ended up being needed to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> Still turned out to be a lot of fun, though. The other thing is, uh, I mean, obviously, I've got a lot of bloopers sort of stocked up from previous episodes, and I'm always like, you know, some of those episodes have it on the end, but I haven't managed to put it on every episode. So right. I'm thinking someday uh, I will mine those bloopers for uh, for gold and uh, maybe do a bloopisode, but... Bloopisode. That sounds like it could be fun. Or, you know, well, I'm a little scared right now because I'm sure I say all sorts of stupid things uh, that thankfully get cut. 
All right. Well, that was a super fun discussion. Uh, I hope you went down memory lane with us uh, and revisited some of your favorite Sacred Cows moments from the past year. Uh, Now I'd like to just present a brief segment, uh, statistics for the sake of statistics, about our show, um, for those of you who care about things like that. So the number of movies that we've reviewed in the past year was 23, if you count all of the Star Wars movies, which I do. Uh, So keep that in mind as I'm going through this. I did a sacred, not sacred, and tie scoreboard. Yes, on those episodes when we have only the two of us, Mike, it is possible to have a tie. Um, And that happened once. Mm -hmm. That was was National Lampoon's vacation. We couldn't agree. I don't know if we've revisited it now, if I necessarily am still super in love with it. But um, the sacred to not sacred um, ratio, I guess, is 13 to 9. Uh, sacred to not sacred but remember mike we voted Mm -hmm. all seven of the star wars movies sacred and i am counting star wars the force awakens and tmnt the 2007 version which were voted sacred despite not being eligible due to a technicality yeah because of our due to a technicality so um so i guess what i'm basically saying is that we're actually um a lot less we think a lot less movies are sacred than the numbers purely show because i don't know it depends on how you how you slice it but generally positive i think yeah i think uh 13 to 9 is a pretty good ratio yeah you know it just I mean, it shows that it shows that we're fair right yeah we're not we're not just giving everything that doesn't deserve it love and and vice versa so the the only fair and balanced podcast about movies right here <laughs> don't call us fair and balanced i don't want us to be associated with that brand if you will <laughs> Um, but as far as uh, movies in decades, you know, I've noticed uh, we've done a lot of like 1990 or 1991 movies. So I thought I'd actually uh, figure out what decades all the movies we were were from that we've reviewed. And there's only been one from the 70s. Our very oldest film that we reviewed was the 1977 Star Wars A New Hope. So that's the oldest movie. Shit. <laughs> Well, that's true. It's hard to have nostalgia. Well, not really. I mean, neither of us were alive during that. In the late 80s, we're watching all kinds of old movies that we'd have nostalgia for, I suppose. But yeah, that's just that's just how the numbers are. 1977 is our oldest movie. But we had eight movies from the 1980s and nine movies from the 1990s. Although it's worth noting that six of those nine movies from the 90s were in 1990 or 1991. So arguably, arguably, yeah, six movies were from 1990 or 1991. Wow. So, <laughs> Those yeah. were big years for movies. <laughs> well, it's, it's arguably still culturally the 80s in 1990 and 1991. So although the <laughs> MC Hammer era is upon us by that point, we did... Four movies from the 2000s decade. Uh, one of them was The Cheater, uh, TMNT, from 2007. And then we, have, of course, reviewed a movie that came out uh, three months ago, Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens. So I don't think that'll be the last one we do oh, no. either. Oh, no, it certainly won't. But uh, just, just funny there. So um, you could say that almost all the movies we reviewed were from 1980 to 1991 basically. Which is really funny because if we look at our movies list, I know there's some weird ones on there um, that are future episodes, but we're just sort of trying to let the movies flow just sort of how we feel they should right. flow, you know, not trying to do just comedies, not trying to do just sci-fi. Um, we haven't done a straight-up horror yet. No, we haven't. We've done like a horror comedy, Gremlins, and then, you know, 
if you'd call American Psycho a thriller or something. A thriller, horror, comedy. <laughs> yeah. Thriller, horror, comedy, musical. Right. Um, yeah, and and we're not, like, saying, oh, we got to do just movies from the 90s. But there is something, I mean, obviously, I think we're doing ones that are sort of related to each other and or, you know, play off each other well. L- logically, this could come next. And then you look at our movie list and we've still got, we've got things that are like way further back. We've got some crazy things that are that have been suggested to us by you guys that are like, oh yeah, that'd be an awesome movie to do. Some of it's because we're trying to find things that are actually available easily. Well, that there's that. We try to find things that are available on Amazon and Netflix and things when possible. Um, when, when not possible... Uh, sometimes we'll just do it like, cause shit, we want to do it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure we could pick up a copy of, you know, Metropolis somewhere. I'm talking about the 1929 movie, but (laughs) right. And I know that we're in the future. We want to talk about like 2001, a space odyssey when that's right. Um, right. Sixties. Yeah. Right. Obviously, I don't know if we're going to do, like, Chaplin's The Dictator, but... <laughs> we might not, but uh, if, if everybody starts clamoring for The Dictator, I suppose. So, yeah, I mean, more to come, certainly, and it's not like we're just trying to get the most random sampling out there. I mean, these are movies that are meaningful to us in our generation, and, you know, we're largely a product of the 80s and 90s, so it's not surprising that there's a heavy concentration of movies there. Yeah, so... Um... Pete, you also had on here a movie genre breakdown. We sort of talked about some of yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted to do a movie genre breakdown, but there's so many, there's so much cross-genre, uh, genre-vague movies that you just can't classify into a, you know, like, uh, you could arguably say that a lot, like, almost all of our movies are sci-fi or fantasy, but then they also have horror or comedy, you know, elements in it, like, gremlins horror comedy probably horror comedy puppets we could have we could have had a puppets uh, genre for our movies because we've done a couple of those (laughs) or a few of those right yeah uh we we definitely uh don't have like a full-on musical because like you know the only person singing in labyrinth is right yeah it's not really a musical but it's got some numbers now if we did blues brothers or something like that that's a musical comedy yeah that's that yeah it gets many of the things that we're doing you're right are multi-genre and I, I think in the future we might end up doing some some more uh, straight up one genre things as we start to get into uh, deeper into the list. Right. You know, we have we have a, a long, long list to go through yet. Uh, easily taking us through the next year, I would say. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a number of guests lined up. We're not going to announce them now because it's sort of a... Because we haven't told them yet. Well... They, they've said we'd, they'd be interested to be on, you're right, and uh, it's just a matter of working out when and when it works for how the movie flow is going and their for schedule, sure. and it's kind of complicated. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all busy people. We're people, damn it, you know, mm-hmm. in addition to podcast personalities. So, yeah, those are the, the statistics I came up with uh, for the show, so uh, don't fact-check me too mercilessly, all right? Yeah, I think... Uh, I think if, if any of you want to volunteer to be our wiki smiths, uh, you know, we'd be glad to, to pitch in and sort of uh, make a thing out of that. That'd be kind of fun. And uh, Absolutely, yeah. Ask us anything. We can help you get the data you need. So now we'd like to go to a favorite section of ours. We've got your feedback. This is our favorite section. We love to hear from all of you. Thank you. So uh, we have several long-form emails, as well as a review. Nice. Yeah, we do. 
What do, should we start with the really, really, really long form email that we got from Rob Weeks, Mike? You mean Rob Weeks, aka Zombie Slag from the Fire Five Podcast, Balls and Bayonets Brigade? That's the one. I don't know okay. any other. Yeah, let's uh, let's start with Rob's. All right. Well, why don't I kick this one off? Rob writes to us, "Hey guys, it's me, Rob Weeks from Firefly Podcast." Could you tell disembodied voice guy not to forget the shovels? He'll get it. I do. Anyway, what can I say about the sacred cows? Probably too much, so I'll keep this quick, and also that's a lie because I'm inappropriately verbose. Don't we all suffer from that? Mike, why don't you why don't you start in on Rob's list? We're, and we're egomaniacs, so we're going to go through each and every one of these things he wrote about us. All right. Uh, he, he gives a list of, of every movie that we've reviewed so far. So we'll, Pete and I will switch off. So uh, number one, Spaceballs. Starting the show with the nostalgic nut shot that is Spaceballs was genius, and I really hope to see even more Mel Brooks on the show. This episode showed that you had great taste and knew what the hell you were talking about, keeping me around for more. Great planning and great start. All right, he calls it episode three because it was, but our second movie was Total Recall. Three tits and a cuato should be a sitcom on Netflix. I enjoy the science talk about clouds and whatnot, but my inherent trust in Hollywood as a Californian leads me to believe the movie more than you. Atmosphere for all! So what he's saying in long short is that he disagreed with us. Yeah, that's, you know... Verbose, certainly. <laughs> uh, number four is American Psycho, uh, which is our third movie. Uh, this is the episode that made me want to watch the movie the most. Almost a year later, and I haven't yet, but I really listened to the episode, and it still makes me want to watch the damn movie. Maybe one day. Next up, the TMNT saga. Hiroshi is always fun to listen to, and I think you all did a wonderful job dissecting the entire franchise to the point that I'm actually going to watch the movies with my kids soon after having re-listened to the TMNT 1990 episode. Next, Rob talks about the Back to the Future saga. Totally agree with you on the viewpoints and the plots, but to me, all three are sacred, and if I remember correctly, one of you was a blasphemous pig dog that didn't give the entire franchise a sanctorum seal of satisfaction. I forgive you, but karma won't forget. That was the moment the entire show went not safe for works thanks to the mere presence of Josh, what's your emergency, Gentry, and I'm thankful for that. Seems about here that you guys let the slack reins a bit, and it stayed structured but relaxed ever since. Love it. Hey, which one of us disagreed with yeah, that? Yeah, I was going to say, which one of us was the pig dog? I thought that we said it was all good. I'm pretty sure that all three of us on that said that the whole trilogy was all good. So Now, I was very uh, adamant that part three was not as good as the others, and everybody else hated two, but uh, I think all Yeah, but, but when it came to the total franchise, we all said yes, secret, eh. sacred. Well, we'll have to do a little research on that one, but... Uh, oh, no, just... I just listened to all of these in Fast Forward. I know. <laughs> I oh. know I wrote down the verdicts. Mike's doing so. the deep field work, so, uh, well, you know. Yeah, I did the double-speed cow binge. Uh, I thought uh, okay. uh, a bunch of people... Well, that's all right. He covered his bases by saying, if I remember correctly, so apparently, you know... Well, you didn't, Rob. It's okay, so you can you should, uh, you know, forgive us this uh, blood debt, because we didn't do it. That's, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of things that are horrible, though, next up is Space Jam, and Rob writes, Lola Bunny, Nuff said. I think enough has been said about that, yes. Next, Rob talks about Gremlins, one of my childhood favorites, and I love that you destroyed it because it's dirty trash garbage, and I love it for being what it is. The pacing, the plot holes, the, hey, this is a Christmas movie because seasonal sales. 
Great episode. I agree. Yes, indeed. Yes, it was trash garbage, in my opinion. Okay, next up is Star Wars, or according to our writer, Them Wars Up in Them Stars, <laughs> which is, I think, the working title for the entire series, but they, they succinctly Well, George is from it. the South. The best part of this entire section is hearing everyone argue about basically everything from the episode order to the plot holes to the usefulness, uselessness of Jar, Jar Jar, yes, mass of Binks. I still haven't seen Force Awakens yet, but I feel like when I do, I'll go back and listen to these episodes again and have just as good a time the second time around. Well, that's nice. And yes, I don't know if anybody argued for the uh, general virtues of Jar Jar Binks, but um, I might have to re-listen to that. All right. uh, Next, of course, Hook. Bangarang! This one was a blast from the past, and I loved hearing you guys talk about it because I could remember every single scene as you went through them. One of the few movies my parents took us to see at the drive-in when I was eight, and a movie that I watched periodically with my kids. A real classic as far as I'm concerned. Matt is fully entitled to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Referencing the fact that Matt disagreed with its sacricity. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. Democracy. Next movie is Labyrinth. As sad as we all were when Bowie passed, I was very glad to hear his work being covered on many of my favorite podcasts, including Sacred Cows and Transformation Sequence. I can honestly say that I listened to this episode and got a little sad but it made me dig up all my old Bowie memories from the movie and his music, and that was a great service you did for me and likely everyone else. Also, goddamn puppets are fantastic. Watching this one soon with the kids, too. The next and final is City Slickers. Now, I may be doing a little bit of assuming here, but I hope you don't think that you're getting weighed with just doing the first movie. I absolutely adore Veronica, and the fact that she loves the movie so much makes me happy. Here's hoping you watch part two and we'll have her back on. I have a feeling we're not going to get away with just watching the first movie either. I don't want to put Veronica through that. She has to go through much better movies than that. (laughs) My God, if she didn't even like the first movie, what do you think she's going to like about the second movie? Nothing. Yeah, I I think that's that's something for a feedback episode and maybe a little mini section. Right, that could be like the Hall of Great Dishonor or something. Uh, That's it, a year of Sacred Cows podcast in my ear holes and still growing strong. If I have one criticism, just one, you already know what it is, and that's more Richard Jests. If I listen to a plethora of podcasts, but when it comes to nostalgia and movies, you guys got the market cornered. Keep up the great work. You heard him, we got the market cornered. Yeah. Sell, sell. Thanks. Yes. (laughs) We appreciate that. Thanks, yeah, we appreciate that you like us better than those other well-funded podcasts. Yes, that's so nice. Uh, I think for every well-funded movie podcast that's super-duper-duper successful, there's the, you know, high-quality little guy like us. Well, and and the fact is we spend all our money on these uh, celebrities that do these uh, these leadings and disembodied voice guys. I know. If only we were, you know, independently wealthy or came from old money or something like that but you work I'll have to work on that how do you come from old money uh, anyway. I don't know but we gotta <laughs> figure it out quick alright so uh, our, our second letter uh, is from Jackie it's very very succinct and Pete would you read that I would what's not to love about this podcast guest hosts celebrity appearances disembodied voice guy it has it all But best of all is Pete and Mike's astute movie reviews, which always answer the question, is it as good as you remember? You don't even have to watch the movies to enjoy the podcast. There was no way I was watching Space Jam. Thanks, guys, for a fun podcast, and I look forward to hearing more. 
Love Jackie or Joker's Grundy. Thank you so much. I didn't even want to watch Space Jam, so I'm okay if you didn't. <laughs> I twisted your arm into that one. <laughs> well, well, to be frank, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. All right. And it, and it was. Yeah. Well, uh, we do have quite a plethora of Twitter feedback, but we're going to pare it down to uh, just some, some highlights because uh, it has been a long time, like, a long time since we've oh yeah actually done any twitter feedback so there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. yeah the list is really impressive yeah we went through the hundreds of, of tweets and <laughs> uh, we got some highlights so um pete why don't you pick a favorite first well i'm kind of liking this first one here that says that sacred cows pod might be a good one for movie buffs which you know hey Get the word out there, people. I'm happy to hear that you think so. Maybe other people will think so, too. So thank you very much for that. And that one, of course, is from at CodeDude3. CodeDude3. You're a cool dude, CodeDude. All right. uh, We've got one from Creeptastic Sam. At Creeptastic Sam. I enjoy that. Matthew Morris on Sacred Cows Pod. Uh, But he didn't talk to me even once, so I'm not really sure it was him. (laughs) I think it was him. I don't have a very good frame of reference. He may or may not have been a Matthew Morris robot. We have no idea. Next up, we have at Firefly Podcast, and it says that there are some great TV movie podcasts that they recommend among them. Certainly, there it is, Sacred Cows Pod. I'm loving that feedback, guys, and that uh, word Uh, of mouth. There we go. Word of Twitter. Um, uh, At Solvent Bubbles sent... uh, Sacred Cow Spot, I laughed out loud in my car. You done good. And the Bob Hoskins voice was pretty dead on. Obviously, that's about our Hook episode. So, oh, Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I was Bob Hoskins. I'm just going to say that. This is our, year, year, thank our you. yearly confessional. That's right. <laughs> I, I was Bob Hoskins. Hi, fake Bob Hoskins. All right. Uh, Next up is at Craig Hart. That says, Sacred Cows Pod with Matthew M. Morris never grows old. I have to say, I think that episode is striking a lot of uh, resonance with people. And Craig Hart also said, the Sacred Cows Pod Force Awakens episode gets you right in the feels. So many great guests. Hashtag tears of joy. That's awfully nice. The at SHU podcast says, Sacred Cows Pod, Rufi. Oh! (laughs) Um, the TRF podcast, the Redacted Files podcast, says follow Friday cool podcasts and uh, uh, mentions some pretty cool podcasts, uh, including us in that list, which is awesome. Love it. At MM Mizzle, Mizzle says Sacred Cows Pod Rufio. People liked that one. <laughs> um, at the Left Lane said, Really great discussion on Sacred Cows Pod on The Force Awakens. I just got home from round three and noticed some new things you talked about. At Butch Gentry, check out my little brother, it's probably Josh, discuss Star Wars on Sacred Cows Podcast with peeps from Drunks and Dragons Podcast, Transformation Sequence Podcast, and Geekly Inc. Thank you for that shout-out. Bearded Piscator says... uh, by the way, cute boyfriend, question mark, equals girl tot not check for single, Poe Finn. H- hashtag Poe Finn. So Bearded Piscator disagreed with us on the uh, cute boyfriend thing. I-, I think he's shipping Poe Finn, and that's fine. 
<laughs> you know what? The, you, there's two sides to every coin. Sometimes three. We have at Nika Fan Club. Listen to Nika Howard talk Star Wars. Vote hashtag Nika 2016. She'll mandate all the Kylo Ren fan art you could want. <laughs> so there's a write-in for everybody. Um, at Sean Faust, uh, that was a killer episode regarding the Star Wars Force Awakens episode. For sure, for sure. We also received a very funny, this is how it is described, a funny Kylo Ren gif from at Bapperson. 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 To all yes. of the uh, guests that we had on that Star Wars episode. That was fun. And the last tweet, and, and if we missed you, we apologize. There are tons of tweets out there. We just picked some ones that weren't part of like a larger conversation string and things like that. Um, was from at Canada Philip, and he said, "Hey, Sacred Cows Pod, can I pitch an episode, The Fifth Element?" I'm in for that. All right, so we have a, a new section in our feedback episode. It's uh, probably coming from one person in particular. Uh, okay, it is. Uh, it's Sean Faust, a friend of the show, often calls us out on, on mistakes we've made, and, and we don't always have a place to put them. It's hard to put mistakes in, a, in like the next episode when you're talking about another movie. So we decided as long as we can verify said mistakes, uh, you know, we're big enough people to admit it. Yeah, now. So we're giving a section to Sean Faust to give us an, um, actually, and help us... Uh, with some of our facts checking. And we won't get mad. So far, um, we did correct some other things on previous feedbacks, but we're making it official. So, so far, the, the um actually we got since last feedback episode, the one thing we got wrong was that Splash was directed by Ron Howard. Who, who did we say it was directed by? Ron... The oh, guy. the guy who did uh, uh, City Slickers. Right. That well, is dang so it, how was he... How... What? Ah... Uh, Oh, well. If that's the one thing we got wrong in four months, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. So, you know, we'll pat ourselves on the back. Thanks, Sean. Ron Underwood, by the way, that was. Ron Underwood. Yep, that was. See, we City already Slickers forgot guy. about him, and that was part of the conversation during City Slickers, is he was not memorable. So that, uh, hopefully, we do not have anything else in that section going forward. But uh, I'm sure we will. Nope. Clean slate from now on. So the very last section, the most important section that we have to talk about in your feedback, is the bovine boosters. And a bovine booster is somebody who either tweets or does something else that uh, recommends our podcast to somebody else. And we have a giant list of bovine boosters today. So we're going to just rocket through them as fast as we possibly can, right, Mike? And we're going to try to pronounce them correctly on the first try so that Pete has an easier job editing. But all we get is one try, so let's do it. At Firefly Podcast. At Spambot. At Sean Faust. At Calf Podcast. At Craig Hart. At Creeptastic Sam. At The Adam Bash. At Zombie Slag. At Main Moose Tracks. At Maybe Hiroshi. At Nika Howard. At Matthew M. Morris. At Kim Caddies. At Cowboy Centaur. At It's Probably Josh. At Ben Stonic. At Code Dude 3. At Butch Gentry. At Eskimomo9. At MFGCast. At Bapperson. At Renaku. At Joker's Grundy. At Solvent Bubbles. At The Ben D. Cook. At The Left Lane. At Typical Veronica. At Nudzer. And at 
Akoru. And there we are, our bovine boosters in less than a minute. In 3D. So there is one more little bit of feedback that this is something we look forward to every time. This is where we get our special celebrity guest star to read the iTunes review. And we do have one this this time around. Uh, and so who we got for this week, Mike, to read? Well, um, I think that uh, you beat him in a golf game, and he has so graciously volunteered to uh, to uh, pay you by uh, just doing the reading for us. Haha, <laughs> that's right. Suck it, Walk, and your money's no good to me. Oh, whoa, whoa. What, what, what do you mean here? I, I'm doing this as a favor for you. I'm here... You know, it's your anniversary here. Well, we appreciate that, Mr. Uh, Chris. So uh, why don't you go ahead and read that iTunes review for all the fans out there. All right. We have one new iTunes review here. So this comes from Zach Miller. Zach says, must listen. Great job. Funny satire. Good impressions. Awesome choices for the reviews. Could use me on it, but hey, always room to improve, right? Thank you, Mr. Miller. We appreciate the review. Now get out of my face. And the five stars? Oh, yeah, five out of five. I can't do much better than that. Ooh. Nice. 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 So, uh, are we even Steven now? Uh, yeah, until our next golf or ping pong or, oh. you know, tippy cup or whatever Dude, I'm down for whatever. I'm out for now. Go fuck yourself. Okay, the always cordial uh, Christopher, everybody. Yay, God, that guy's weird. Yeah, well, he's, he'll do anything for a buck. All right, well, that ends our feedback section. Okay, so, Pete, let's talk about what is the future of Sacred Cows Podcast. Let's look all the way to the year 2000. Uh, that's an old joke. That's a stupid Maybe joke. 2016? 2016. 2016. Uh, the 2016-17 season right. of Sacred Cows. That's right. Cows. S2. Um, so we've got a lot planned, a lot unplanned, and we're going to you know go with the flow on some things, but some definitely specific things coming up. I think one of the more exciting things we want to announce is due to the great experience we've had with all of our guests um, and in the panel format, we want to do another panel. You want to tell them what movie we would like to do that for, Mike? It seems that there's a lot of culturally significant events that are coming on the horizon, including a reboot of one of our uh, most nostalgic franchises, Ghostbusters. So the next panel that we're talking about doing is a similar to the Star Wars Force Awakens panel, a panel review of the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out this summer. That's right. We're going to break our own rules again to do another straight out of the theater movie. It almost feels like the rule that we're starting going forward is that we will break the rules when it's culturally significant. I think that's a safe thing to say. I think so, too. And and Ghostbusters, like you said, is a uh, culturally significant event. It's um, a reboot and kind of a, a reimagining, I think, of a series that is so near and dear to uh, my heart, certainly, and Mike, uh, you as well, I would assume. Oh, yes. I, I've got those 4K Blu-rays that I have not yet broken into um, as much as I'd like to have time to watch that. I've been watching so many other things for the show and and uh, not for the show. 
that uh, other than putting them in and say, yep, yeah, uh, I can see it's, uh, it's uh, Blu-ray and it works. I haven't really sat down and watched those since uh, probably a couple of years. So I think what I'm going to do, or what we should do, is uh, review the two original Ghostbusters movies and talk about the Ghostbusters phenomena in general. Including the real Ghostbusters Yeah, and cartoon. just sort of uh, <laughs> our stuff, or maybe we'll save that for the panel itself. And then, of course, the panel. A couple weeks after the Ghostbusters movie comes out in theaters, we'll try to work out the timing if we can so that way um, maybe this time we can lead up to the new movie with the reviews of the old ones. I think that sounds like a fantastic idea. And, you know, we'll be talking Ghostbusters culture the whole time because Ghostbusters, like like several other film series we've we've reviewed before, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Star Wars, you know, just it it's grown into something that's bigger than just, you know, it's running length, basically. It's, it's so. part of our kid DNA back when we grew up, you know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, uh, G.I. Joe, that kind of thing. So, absolutely, I agree. I think that's going to be great subject matter. Right, and, uh, you know, we don't know who's going to be on that panel yet. Uh, we have some ideas, we're talking about it, but, uh, you know, we'll have to figure that out as things get closer because, honestly... Uh, you shouldn't plan things that far in the future uh, when you're doing a podcast. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, right. Yeah, things things uh, can blow up in your face. So rest assured, it's going to be some excellent people, and it'll be a good time for all. All right. And then, of course, uh, we're just, in general, looking for other ways to continue to grow the show. So uh, I know we're, we're talking about doing some things uh, where you can uh, possibly... Uh, help support us. We're also looking to to get more involved and make this more of a, a community thing without giving too much detail. Uh, more to come on those things. But, uh, Absolutely. you know, maybe uh, you know, Sacred Cow's the T-shirt. <laughs> the T-shirt, the toilet paper. Uh, yes, the um, not the toilet paper. Please don't wipe your ass with us. <laughs> Actually, um, that might be appropriate. But <laughs> uh, no, the the sense of community that's already, you know, happening you know around the show you know we've got great fans we've had some uh enthusiastic guests and uh we just want to keep a good thing going as far as that goes and just keep the enthusiasm level up certainly because uh, it's just growing for us yes and in in that same vein um one of the other episodes that we're talking about doing in the future is uh an all jokes episode i mean i know a lot of you uh, have commented that you love the jokes at the beginning of the Yay! show. Yay! And uh, so we'd like to possibly do an all-jokes episode uh, of, of skits and things that are just probably related to different movie franchises that we may or may not have reviewed. But, uh, you know, uh, anything goes. And uh, Disembodied Voice Guy has volunteered graciously to host that when it all comes together. No, we appreciate that, Disembodied Voice Guy. Yes, notice I said volunteered, and it's on record, so we're not going to pay him any more money. Okay, good. I didn't know we paid him to begin with. I don't know why he's always whining about his contract then, but hey, who knows. <laughs> so that's going to be a great time, I'm sure. Um, it's kind of funny we started this <laughs> episode with a joke about how we couldn't think of a joke, but apparently we're going to think of a whole episode full of jokes, so it's going to be great. And and yeah, so like going forward then, like, but as just far as the general rank and file of year two goes, um, it's kind of just going to be more of the same, right, Mike? More more fun, only bigger and better and stronger and faster? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see how we can do the stronger and faster part. I, I really don't know if uh, if we're planning on doing sacred cows on a treadmill or something. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. 
Lean beef. Definitely. Sacred cows in the in the gym. Oh boy, we'll see. Maybe that ends up on the joke episode. Continuing as we're going, of course, the next movie that we're going to be doing is the seminal comedy classic, Airplane. That's right. Um, we probably already talked about this on the show, but we wanted to do something with, a, you know, kind of the same spirit of how we started the show with a Mel Brooks movie. Just a pure comedy, you know, just a, a lot of fun type of a rapid fire jokes, uh, laugh your ass off type of a movie. Yeah, and we're totally looking forward to it. Of course, uh, you know, as you know, it's 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 the the movie that really put uh, Leslie Nielsen's comedic chops uh, front and center. That uh, you know ended up getting him the Naked Gun and, and all sorts of other fun things like that. So definitely considered a comedy classic. Uh, but will it hold up? Will it stand the test of time? I guess we'll see. So, yes, uh, early comedy movie there. Um, we will see if we're still getting side aches from it or if, you know, comedy and the general sensibilities have moved on. Right. And I'm sure we'll find there's some mix of some jokes that hold up and some that don't, for sure. I'm just thinking about that movie right now and how it is just so fast and, and dense with the, the one-liners and that kind of thing. It's, it's going to be fun to revisit. And that's why we, we chose it, because it's in the same spirit, but it's not necessarily a Mel Brooks movie. No, it is not necessarily. In fact, it is definitely not. <laughs> All right. And, uh, of course, we have more movies coming up after that. But uh, to be honest with you, we're not entirely finalized on those schedules. But we should have those by the time the movie comes out. And what we'll do is we'll do another guessing game on our Twitter, which you guys seem to like a lot. So... Uh, we'll do a guessing game for the first movie after Airplane, and then um, also probably have a couple of uh, episodes uh, lined up at that point. It's going to be a great year, everybody. Woohoo! All right, so with that, I think it's time for us to get out the contact information, don't you, Pete? That's right. Sign out the way we usually do. All right, so if you want to get in touch with us, uh, one of the best ways to get in touch with us is through our Twitter account. That's at Sacred Cows Pod on Twitter, at Sacred Cows Pod, and uh, tweet at us. We tweet comments, questions, concerns, and criticisms out uh, often, and you can tweet yours to us, and uh, we'll respond. And then also you can get in touch with us via email for your more long-form discussion uh, ideas or just general feedback, or in the case of Sean Faust, just to tell us if we're wrong about something, which <laughs> we sometimes are. Um, and that's, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, that's sacredcows at herooftheweb.com, sacredcows at heroofthewebcom um, I am on Twitter. I am at White Morph. Uh, Pete, are you on Twitter yet? You know what? In year two, I'm going to get a Twitter account. Okay. You're going to have to show me what the hell to do with it, but I'm going to get one. Year two, you can... You can you can put that one in the bank. It's going to happen. All right. So by the end of the airplane episode, he should have a Twitter account to announce, and you can go. No, no. Just by just by the time we're doing this episode next year, basically. No, I'll try to get one at at some point here. I get it. <laughs> I need to I need to plug into the new millennium. I get it. <laughs> All right. So for now, uh, just get uh, in touch with Pete uh, via Telegraph, your local Telegraph That's office. Right. Telegraph, Pony Express, any of those things. Oh, those tried and true methods, people. And finally, we need your iTunes reviews. Uh, 
Those of you who have reviewed us, thank you very much, and I um, hope you enjoyed your celebrity readings. Uh, we still need some more iTunes reviews. You can either just give us a rating, please five stars. You don't even necessarily have to write anything, but if you would like to, we'd love to have uh, some more reading material and some more uh, celebrity readings. So uh, get us those reviews and uh, you know maybe give us a five stars, but uh, you know give us a little hell on the on the review itself. That's fine. We'll take it. You know, we always take it laying down. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And with that, um, just I'm going to say thank you for a wonderful first year of the show. It's been a real fun and surprising uh, year for me, certainly. So thank you to everybody who made this possible. And stay tuned in two weeks from now for Airplane. Woohoo! Get ready to laugh. And don't call me Shirley. See you all later.